0: All right. Good morning, everyone. Ooh, a little hot. <laughs> Good morning. Weren't those some awesome testimonies that we just heard? We are, we are just so, so excited once again to celebrate with you guys your decision to follow Christ and to be baptized today. And, and don't worry, church, we're going to get to that in just a moment, I promise you. You guys get to listen to me for about 15 minutes. Um, but I have the awesome privilege of sharing the message of Easter with you this morning. Whether you are new to the Christian faith or you're seeking or maybe you've been following Jesus for many years, this message is for you. It is the message of the gospel, which literally means the good news, and it is for all of us. No matter who you are, where you've been, or where you're going, this message is good news at all times, in all circumstances, for all people who say yes to receive it. And today I want to show you why. Now first, what exactly is this gospel message? What is the good news? Well, it goes like this. In the beginning, God created the world and everything in it. He created the birds of the air and the fish of the sea. He created all the nature we see around us, and most importantly, he created you and me, humankind. And we were made in his image to reflect the beauty, goodness, and justice of God, to care for his creation and to enjoy his presence forever. Everything he created was good. We were in perfect relationship with God. But that perfect relationship was broken because, as the story goes, humankind disobeyed God and sinned against Him. And in that moment, they made a very crucial decision. In disobeying God, they ultimately decided that something else was far greater and far more worthy of their devotion than God. That one decision cost everything. When they chose to make that decision, sin entered into the world, and that which was created for good and for relationship resulted in a world of brokenness, pain, sin, injustice, of death. And don't we see that world all around us? We look around, we take a look at the news, and we see a world filled with racism and hatred, violence and war, poverty, disease, decay, and death. And you know what? Sin not only affected the world, but you and me too. See, whether we feel guilty or not, the Bible says that we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We all stand guilty before him because of the ways that we have broken his laws and gone our own way. And, and just like when someone commits a crime and, you know, there's a penalty that needs to be paid, in the same way, there is a penalty for sinning against God. And that punishment, that penalty for our sins was death an eternal separation from God. Just like that, our, our perfect relationship with God and people broken. My friends, this is the problem. This is it. This is the the bad news before we get to the good news. You might be thinking, okay, well then, how do we fix this situation, right? How do we go back to that beautiful and just and good world that God had made? How do we go back to that perfect relationship that we had with God at the very beginning, right? That's the ultimate question. The reality is, is that you and I were made to be in relationship with God in his good world. And until we're able to, to fix this problem and fix that relationship somehow, there will always be something missing. A deep emptiness, a big hole inside that we're trying to fill with all these things. And you know what? The reality is we all try to fill it in different ways. It may be striving after wealth or possessions because, you know, you ultimately think it'll make you happy. It may be alcohol or drugs because you think it'll numb your pain. It may be even hard work, right, and achievement and success because you think, then once I get that thing, then I will finally be loved and valued by the world and the people around me. But at the end of the day, if we're really honest with ourselves, we quickly realize that none of these things truly satisfy us. None of these things fix that problem. So what now? Are we just left to live empty and broken lives in a messed up and broken world? The answer is no. Friends, the good news is that even though we couldn't do anything, God had the perfect solution God had the perfect solution you see God loved the world so much he loved his people and his creation so much that he didn't leave us there he loved us so much that he sent his own son Jesus Christ to the world to be that solution to live the life we could not live to die the death that we deserved to take the penalty of our sin upon his shoulders so that we might have life in him that we might be in perfect relationship with God again there wasn't anything we did to earn it or deserve it now he freely gave his life as a sacrifice in a free gift of grace to us And by his death on the cross Jesus paid our debt in full And became the ultimate solution to that problem. And that is the good news that we celebrate today. But that's not all. After Jesus was beaten and mocked and betrayed, after he was crucified on the cross and breathed his last breath and laid in the tomb, when the world thought that it was over, Jesus rose from the dead. (laughs) Jesus Christ died for our sins and rose from the, from the grave victoriously three days later. See, church, the good news is that death is not the end of the story. Life is. The cross is not the final word. The empty tomb is. The good news is that Jesus is alive. And the even better news for us today is that he offers us the gift of resurrection life in him. When we choose to repent, to turn from our ways, from our sin and believe in Jesus as Lord and Savior, when we pledge our lives to him, he forgives us and he saves us and he gives us the gift of resurrection life today. Problem solved. Isn't that good news? Amen. So then what does that resurrection life mean? What does it even look like? Well, in a more familiar sense, right, we know this verse, John three, sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes shall not perish but have eternal life. Remember what we said earlier, right? The the punishment for sin is what? It's, It's death. That's what we had coming for us. But because of what God did, whoever believes shall not perish, shall not perish but have eternal life. In John 11, Jesus says this, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. So for those who believe, we don't have to fear death in this world because we know that there is life after death. Right? Death is not the end of the story. We have an eternity of life with Jesus to look forward to. And the Bible tells us all about this, It says we will be resurrected into new bodies, right? He says that Jesus has the power to transform our lowly bodies so that they will be glorious like his. We're going to have a place in heaven, right? The scriptures say, my father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I'm going there to prepare a place for you? Jesus is preparing a place for us in heaven. We look forward to the book of Revelation and we see at the end, we see this picture of a new heaven and a new earth where God is making all things new. Remember that that world of brokenness and pain and injustice we talked about before? No more of that. No more pain or tears or sadness. No more death or destruction or sin. Why? Because death is not the end of the story. Jesus is alive, and he's risen as victorious king. He's making all things right. We get to live in endless joy and peace and life in the presence of our God in perfect relationship with him once again. For all who believe in Jesus and choose to follow him, we have that future hope, this resurrection life to hold on to, to look forward to. Isn't that good news? I mean, to know that that is secured for us, it changes everything here, right? It gives us hope. It gives us perspective when we grow old and our bodies ache and give out when we're faced with sickness and disease. It gives us perseverance when we face trials and hardship here. And it gives us strength and endurance when we go through suffering or we see injustice all around us because we know that this is not the end of the story. Resurrection is. Life is. And that is the good news that we look forward to. Now, in another sense, the fact that Jesus is alive means that we too can have life now, If we choose to follow him, we too can experience the fullness and the abundance of life with Jesus in our everyday, regular, ordinary lives right here, right now. Friends, I don't think that God meant for us just to wait until we physically die to one day experience the the abundant life that he promises us, right? Or that we just need to grin and bear it and get through it as we wait for the next life to come. I think the good news is that we can start living in the newness of the resurrection life now. Right? Jesus says in John ten ten, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full, to have it abundantly. And that starts today. The fact that Jesus is alive, seated at the right hand of the Father, ruling as the victorious and risen King, it changes our lives now. I grew up in a Christian home, I, I grew up you know, going to church every Sunday, I, I knew the Bible verses and the Bible stories and got baptized when I was in 8th grade on Christmas Day, I remember. Um, but it really wasn't until I was 17 years old, a uh, senior in high school, when my faith became real to me. When I felt like I truly understood what the gospel meant and, and said yes to Jesus. And I remember realizing, you know, Jesus died on the cross for my sins so that I could live, but not go back to the way that I was living, to live for him. Well, it's 10 years later, I, I just turned 27, and friends, let me tell you, I'm still learning this stuff. I'm still learning what it means to be a disciple of Jesus and how the good news of the gospel plays out in my own life. You would think that after that day that I accepted Christ, you know, I would be changed just like that. But that's not necessarily how it always works for most of us. Yes, Jesus paid the penalty of our sins in full. And yes, we are forgiven by his grace. But we still have to learn what it means to live a changed life, to live a new life with Jesus. I admit, like I said, I'm still working on this. Daily, I'm reminded that I'm broken and sinful. I've been married maybe like a year and a half now and still figuring things out, right? But there's nothing like marriage to show you like the broken parts of yourself, right? That's why they say marriage is like a mirror. I see the ugly parts of myself. I see it when I get angry or frustrated when I don't get my way, I see it when I'm prideful or selfish and I am going back to how I used to be, how I lash out when I'm hurt or respond with harsh words instead of kindness. I see the sinfulness in my own heart when I get jealous of other people or I gossip because I just wanna let out some steam. I see it in my inclination to make things even and make people pay instead of loving my enemies, just like Jesus called us to. I am a sinner, and maybe some of you guys can relate to that too. The good news of the gospel says you are forgiven. You are saved by grace through Jesus' sacrifice. And you know what? It doesn't end there. It says this too, that he has offered us a new way of living by the power of the Holy Spirit. There is another way to live, and he wants to help us do it. Romans 8 says this, and if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of his spirit who lives in you, right? The spirit of God that rose Jesus from the grave, the one that has the power to raise something from death to life also lives inside you and me. And by that resurrection power, all who believe can now live as new creations in Christ. There is another way of living. Through him, we can experience freedom. Freedom from sin, from addiction, from lust, from shame and condemnation. Freedom from insecurity and worry and the ways of the world that will never satisfy His resurrection empowers us to live in a new way that brings life, not death, life to everyone and everything around us. A life where we can be filled with light and love instead of darkness and hatred. A life where we can know true peace and joy instead of constantly striving for worldly things to fill us where we can live out the fruits of the spirit of truly transformed people, right? The way of patience and goodness and gentleness and love, where we can see another way of loving our enemies and forgiving them just as Jesus forgave us on the cross. Friends, we don't have to go back to how things used to be. There is another way. And he invites us to live in the abundance of that resurrection life with him today. The good news of Easter is this. In his great love, Jesus Christ died and rose again for our sins to forgive us, to save us, to give us resurrection life, and to change us by his resurrection power. Now, as we close I'm going to invite my friends over here to head back and get ready for the baptism. You can go ahead and and do that right now. I told you I would be short, right? (laughs) Church, this is the good news. And it is here and available to you today. It is the good news at all times, in all circumstances, for all people choose to receive it today so my question for you is this will you choose to follow jesus today will you give him your life so that he can give you true life will you follow him if this is the first time you've heard the good news and something inside of you is is resonating you know i encourage you to lean into that explore that a little bit seek after the truth for yourself Our prayer ministers are back there and would love to pray for you as you start this journey. And if you heard this message and you you want to say yes to Jesus, this sounds good to you, like it's good news, I invite you to make that decision. It'll change everything. Ask him to come into your life today. And if you have been a follower of Jesus for years, you've heard the gospel a million times this message is still for you the gospel is still relevant to you today so will you choose him will you allow yourself to be changed by his resurrection power that you might live in freedom and walk in the newness of life ask him to be lord and savior today church let's pray Lord God Almighty, thank you for loving us so much that you gave your one and only son to die on the cross for our sins and to make a way for us to be with you again. We celebrate today because Jesus is alive and in him we have the forgiveness, the hope and the freedom of a new resurrected life with you. And so God, I pray for those who are hearing the good news for the first time today, may you continue to show them your love the grace of the gospel that is available to them through Jesus. And for those who have made that decision, may you empower them with the resurrection power to live in the newness of life that you offer. Thank you, Jesus. We love you so much. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we all pray. Amen.